Welcome to PST, Podcast for Surviving Teachers, where we, Mackenzie, Abby, Amelia, Michael, and Talia, break down contemporary teaching issues and create innovative suggestions for early career teachers to overcome. We recognise this is being recorded on Ghana land and pay respect to their connection to culture and acknowledge their sovereignty of country yesterday, today, and forever. Hello everyone and welcome back to Podcast for Surviving Teachers. This is our final week of our podcast this week, so we're going to be talking about um, our future as teachers, um, more professionally, applying for jobs, um, how do we pick our school, what schools' values align with our values and things like that. Um, So first off, my highlight for the week was finishing two assignments, so now I've only got two left for the year which is very exciting. How about you, Talia? Uh, My highlight is I had a really sort of crazy last week, I think. I had my birthday, then I had an exam. So it's been a bit of a chaotic time, but I'm super happy to have my exam all finished, just focusing on this last assignment now. Michael, how's it going all the way in... You're travelling at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, it's been going good. Yeah, Talia says I'm travelling. I just went to Brisbane for my cousin's wedding, so that was fantastic. Um, beautiful ceremony, and we got to go to Movie World. Oh, so cool! Nice. That's a great weekend. Did you um, get to go on the Scooby Doo ride? Um, that was actually closed. Oh, that's, that's my favourite. <laughs> so Rivals Hypercoaster a couple of times. <gasps> How cool is that? So good. So that was awesome. Awesome. And Amelia. Um, so my highlight for the week was I got to make friends with a cool little dog who was walking around the street a little bit lost. <laughs> so made friends with the buddy and got to return to his family, which is pretty cool. Oh, cute. that's such a cute story. Nice. All right, guys. So for our final week, we're going to really just be talking about, um, yeah, our future role, um, what we're looking for in a school, what we're looking for in a job, how we think we're going to start applying for these jobs, the interview process, um, yeah, picking out strengths and weaknesses and things like that. Who wants to kick us off? Um, I think it's super scary. Like, I'm definitely, this is, like, my last sort of week or so, I guess, at uni. Um, And so I've definitely started the process of applying for jobs and starting to look for jobs. And, like, it is really scary. It's super daunting. I think it's something we all, like, I guess it's always, like, the long-term goal, like, the end goal for us. And it is quite scary to come up and start thinking about, like, how do you, like, position yourself to want to be employable and seen by schools super highly? Um... Uh, what I like like about Flinders is that like they, um, well the top players Jackie Thompson she posts regular updates about job applications and matching us with um, uh, people in like um, leadership who are looking for people like us in like certain specialised areas which has been really great. Um, Seek's become my best friend. <laughs> I've started putting my resume everywhere and just starting to be a bit more open to any opportunity. I think yeah. Um, yeah. education is definitely obviously changing and teacher shortages and. Um, I guess not really knowing what's coming next. So I've just tried to leave all doors open, I think. Um, yeah, I know, Michael, you're almost at the end. How are you feeling about it? 
Um, yeah, I am almost at the end. I finish in the middle of next year, and it's definitely on my mind. Um, just making a digital portfolio and being able to um, do the correct research into who you're actually applying for is interesting. So I, um, when I moved to uh, Sydney, I obviously had to apply for a new job, and I um, used to be a student support worker. So I said, okay, I'll do something similar um, here in. Uh, New South Wales, they call them student learning support officers. And what I did was I looked up where I wanted to apply, looked at, you know, what were the morals and principles they stood by, what were their visions and goals, and I tried to incorporate that into my CV. And so I didn't just um, do a general one for each one, and I think that's, that's something that I can apply. I um, want to go for teacher jobs as well. Yeah, definitely. That's really important. I think for me, um, something that's really helped me is I currently work at an OSH, um, so I kind of know a lot more about how schools run and the kind of services and facilities they have, like their OSH um, service and things like that, and I've got some good connections with the teachers there and the principal um, and the deputy and things like that, which has really helped me out a lot, and they usually come to us first if they've got any... Um, job openings for like SSOs um, and sort of, yeah, similar to what you do, Michael, which has been really good. So we can kind of do that instead of, you know, outsourcing. Um, but yeah, how about you, Amelia? Well, this is actually my first year of master's teaching. So jobs are still way, way <laughs> while away from me. But um, I definitely enjoyed today's class with our tutor, Sylvia, who definitely recommended some good tips for looking for jobs. And I think one of them that stuck to me a lot in terms of doing your research is look at the newsletters and actually see what the school stands for because it's just something I never would have even considered. Like, look at the website, sure, but the newsletters that they put out regularly does yeah. very much show what they're doing and how they're treating the students. And what they prioritise. Like, some schools might be super sporty and do lots of sports days and events and things like that, but, yeah. That's so important, though. Like, I think, like... As a school, it's so daunting to start applying because I think you kind of get into a sick thing. I was like, I just, I just want to apply. Like, I just want to get a job. Like, I just want to put my application out there and get myself out there. But I think it's really important, even as an early careers teacher, is choosing jobs to apply for that connect with your, you know, your pedagogy and your morals yeah. and stuff. And I think like what I've really enjoyed in placement is it's really opened my eyes up to the different schools out there and um, being part of different school communities, you really get to see and be a part of that. And like Amelia said, like new layers are really great. Um, school mission statements, a lot of schools have theirs, like just mm. like applicable for anyone to access, yeah. um, which is awesome because you actually get to read about like statistics and like, um, like how they're achieving in certain areas and what's their like five-year plan, which I think is so important for a school to have a whole school approach and what they're moving towards um, with like behaviour management um, and progressing, I guess, from this really weird pandemic time yeah. what's like the future looking like so I definitely know as like someone who's applying for jobs I'm starting to like read a lot more and be aware like can I envision myself in this position and um I've had like a few I guess I had like an interview with um like uh it was like the government a uh, department for education and um we're talking about like applications and she's like right when you're like applying making sure you're tailoring your like cv or resume or cover letters or whatever to that particular school yeah, that's so, so it shows that you actually are interested in their school and you actually can embed their morals or values into um like who you are and like connect like real life examples like if they're 
um, have like, you know, I know with some of the schools I've looked at, like with respect being a main value, like how do I demonstrate that in my own classroom practices and um, really being aware of that. Um, and also, I guess, like looking at different beliefs um, as someone I've come from like a whole Catholic education my whole life. So looking at Catholic schools, I'm really aware of that type of um, what would be expected of me as an educator. But then yeah. obviously public schools, they don't have religion. So they look at other values. Um, and so I think it's really important to start recognising where, like, why, like, where do I want to be and how do I want to, like, portray myself as a teacher and, um, and fit myself into a community. My quote, I definitely, like, moving interstate would have been super hard and looking at new schools to apply for jobs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and as I mentioned before, you do have to put the hard work and you do have to research a little bit and put yourself out there. Um, in the literature, it actually gives a bit of suggestions for this week. It's talking about how... Um, we need good interpersonal skills. We need to be sincere and genuine. Now, it's talking about creating relationships and building trust with you know, the community and parents and that, but it's really relatable to what we're talking about here. When you're going for an interview or you're you know, uh, collaborating or meeting up with um, or networking with other teachers and that, um, it, it is important to be sincere and to be genuine. And, and Tyler, you touched on this. Have have genuine examples of how you've demonstrated your skills and and your ability as a teacher because you know the people that are interviewing us they're not dumb they can they can see if you're sincere they can see if you're genuine and um they i assume want to hire someone who uh, is confident in what they want to do and they are comfortable speaking or communicating with you so that's so that's, important I think it goes off like not just like what you, you must look you know you look good on paper but like how can you actually like hold yourself 100 yeah, percent like communicating is like yeah massive it's I, key. I'm a super nervous person but whenever I go into interviews and things like that I just have to fake being confident fake it till you make it fake that, it that's the best tip I've ever learned in my yeah. life and um I think You've really got to own it. And it's weird talking about yourself and highlighting what you're good at and, you know, your strengths are. Yeah. But I think you've just got to own it because, like, you are really, like, marketing yourself, I think. Yeah, and um, you want the job. So, you yeah. know, you have to just talk yourself up and, yeah. And the part of marketing it is when you go buy a product, you want to get, like, what they've told you it is. Yeah. And that's what the schools want. Yeah, definitely. I really yeah. think it's a really great between being an early careers teacher is that, We've come, you know, we've been at uni for these years and we've been, like, it's been a very interesting degree, I guess, like, um, going through a pandemic and, like, how teachers are really needed and, I guess, seeing more important and uh, more valid. I think, like, I think the whole teaching, like, um, like profession is really altering in a sake of, like, realising the importance. And I think as early career teachers, we're really, like, setting the foundation for, like, teachers to follow, I think. Yeah. We're, like, we're coming out with this like you know having experienced pandemic knowing what students are going to go through like have been through and how do we like you know apply ourselves in those situations so yeah. I think it's yeah it's super important it's a really exciting time it's super nerve-wracking um but I guess it's really exciting like I know yeah. I love being on placement I love being a part of those different classrooms and you definitely start to work out um like in different schools what how is the classroom laid out and how can you fit yourself in there and like finding those similar pedagogies and it also comes down to like networking I think networking like Ken said like working in schools like you connect with people so easily and I think that's like the biggest way people get jobs nowadays is networking literally just like immersing yourself in the community the school environment and yeah speaking with people so important 
Hundred percent, and yeah. like I know Sylvia mentioned today, it's like where are they talking? Like where can you um, insert yourself into yeah. the conversation and become someone that people like you know um, employees are recognizing as someone they want to be part of their school community. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to end it off, what are some you know little tips and tricks for applying for jobs or something that we've maybe discovered recently or we found out through um, placements or work? that's important to be aware of. I know Sylvia mentioned something today in class about um, looking at a school's uh, site improvement plan, which was um, a really good point to bring up and something that I hadn't thought about before. Mm. Anything to add, Amelia? Um, So I was just thinking about the referees. So a big thing with the referees that we spoke about today was telling them, one, that they're going to be a referee, like asking them, telling them what job you're applying for, but also kind of giving them ideas of what to say so they know how to best market you. And I thought that was a really cool idea. Definitely, yeah. I know I've been called before for an interview (laughs) because I was a supervisor at my last job and I was supposed to be a referee and I had no idea what I was supposed to talk about. But, yeah, that's right, a bit of a shock. (laughs) Um, I really liked the activity Sylvia got us to do. It was like a lotus chart and it was um, at the centre of it, like having what the job is and what are the main attributes that they want you to mention in your um, profile and then how can you give examples of that and even just writing it down and having an idea of what's expected of you and how can you how have you previously demonstrated the school's values Um, and Michael? Um, I think just sitting with yourself and reflecting what are your main like qualities as a teacher or what are your main attributes as a person in general like can you name three of your core attributes and values because that's going to drive I suppose your interview so if you just ask the person next to you okay in three words sum up yourself it's a bit hard so you've got you got to kind of reflect on that before you go into that interview so you know what kind of values you you are as a person and then correlate that with what they want with that lotus diagram and, and do they in. align with the school, you know? Finding connections and relating it back to the school values is really important, I think, as well. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, everyone, and thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been the podcast for Surviving Teachers. Thanks. Thanks.